passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Moving on on this episode of the Six Rings podcast, Shime, I put out a, as I mentioned in the first segment, uh, Patriots, I believe, need to gussy up, if you will, uh, or fix a couple of areas on this team. And maybe what they'll be able to do is come cut down day, which is, of course, Tuesday, August 30th by 4 p.m. You have to have your roster down to 53 men. At yep. that point, there'll be some IR stashes for people like Taekwon Thornton will have to be on the roster mm-hmm. in order to be placed on temporary injured reserve. So they'll have to get creative like the hopefully they'll hold on to my guy, a little Jordan Humphrey. Ooh, Maybe Jordan for the nice little special team action. He tore up the special team, special team action. He's been taking reps at tight end and wide receiver. So he's going to find a way onto his football team and they desperately need contributors in all three phases and every last little bit of talent, be it first year or professional that they can find right now. Maybe Hoyer has to take the old, like, all right, you're not on the team for two days till we can rearrange things, stick around. Don't worry. They'll get that figured out. But what they might be able to do is pick up some other, uh, you know, one man's trash is another man's 53rd man on a roster or uh, pick up some discarded players, maybe even engineer a preseason trade. So I put out a Twitter poll. I went to the Twitters and I asked this, if the Patriots pull off a preseason trade, what would you like to see them address? Wide receiver, offensive line, cornerback, or other. Please name and reply. Got a 1,700 votes, Shime. And finishing in first place with 43% was... The wide receivers? Offensive line. Really? See, that surprises me. I... I think that their offensive line, they're kind of piecing things together. I still think it was a waste of a pick on a guard in the first round, but that's neither here nor there. Cole Strange has played pretty well in the preseason. So mm-hmm. ultimately, as of right now, like Andy's right in that if it's kind of like a house of cards, if you pull one out, the whole thing might tumble. But as of right now, the offensive line kind of is what it is. It's going to be mediocre to kind of below average, and it has the potential to get better as the season goes on. 
I um, think we've seen its depth stretched, if not stressed, during the preseason, seeing the Russies and the Ferences and, and the Kajus and Harans stepping in because they're bubble wrapping Trent Brown. David Andrews has been banged up. Mike Onwenu was at right guard. Now he's over at right tackle. Part of me kind of hopes that he stays there. And, and Isaiah Wynn has been mentioned in potential of... trade talks. Like, yep. It's messier than we thought it would be to this point. But, but also, so is their offensive line. Like it's coaching they're, structure. They're piecemealing it together, right? Uh -huh. Whereas I think there's other positions that have clear deficiencies. And I'm talking specifically about cornerback and yep. receiver. Like those okay. two in particular to me feel like the biggest needs to address. And you need to find a guy that might get cut or might is kind of on the bubble and a team might want to save some money. And that's the guy you should be targeting because I, I just, I, you need a playmaker on offense and you need a playmaker on defense. You have a couple on the defensive line, but secondary as Devonte Adams has shown yep. you uh, is going to, is going to have some tough times. And if you can get a guy who at least has the nose for the football, that might be able to make a couple plays, get a couple interceptions. If you can get the football to go your way, you you're going to be all right. So in my opinion, you need a playmaker at either receiver or corner. Okay. So cornerback finished second at 34 and a half. So not too terribly far behind offensive line, maybe a furlong or two wide receiver at about 20% and other. Uh, I, I thought offensive, excuse me, rather, I thought wide receiver would finish higher on the heels of the Taekwon Thornton injury and the Kendrick Bourne, whatever the hell that situation is news. <laughs> um, the others that were named in reply uh, the majority of them were, I had a couple linebackers, believe it or not. Um, a lot of people actually said uh, general manager, GM, GM. I'm uh, with him. I, off I, offensive, I love offensive coordinator, GM. I love all of these answers. Yeah, I know. I'm glad I, I left it open so people could get creative, snarky, or both in there. And so, I think I think those comments alone indicate to me that a lot of people understand what's going on, right? I don't think... Belichick, Belichick, the coach, is the one that's kind of wearing us down at the moment. Like his speak is sure, but ultimately, when it all what it all boils down to is Belichick, the GM, has done a disservice to Belichick, the coach, and now the coach is left to deal with it. And unfortunately, that makes him an asshole to all of the media members. And so it's just like I think it's just a conglomeration of all of those issues that boil down to the GM. Okay, so let's all right. Let's just engage this hypothetical. Let's entertain this bit of uh, podcastery nonsense for a second. If Belichick, the GM and Belichick, the because, you know, he as he so as he said to the Greg Hill show this week and he said time and again, like he has final say all the decisions run through him. It's like Bill Belichick, general manager, Bill Belichick, personnel manager, Bill Belichick, equipment manager, Bill Belichick, concessions manager, Bill Belichick, offensive coordinator, Bill Belichick, head coach. If Bill Belichick, the GM and Bill Belichick, the head coach. We're separate people. Yep. Do you not think at some point Bill Belichick, the head coach, would go to Robert Kraft and say, I, we might have to move on from Bill Belichick. The GM. I think he would be in a very similar position to what Haim Bloom is in right now, right? Where he's kind of on this weird hot seat and people are like, what are you doing? You didn't, you didn't sell. You didn't buy. You're kind of on the fence. I don't really understand it. Which Bingo. is why to me, Andy pointed out last week how Mike Mayock happened to be floating around some of the practices. And That's to me, right. If Belichick all of a sudden says, hey, my buddy Mayock's going to come in and help me with some of the GM duties, I think that's a smart decision. It doesn't have to be Mayock. It could Wait, be is he going to draft Cleland Farrell for us? Because I don't I, want that. But if he drafts Max Crosby in the fourth, you definitely want that. All right, so good point. 
yeah, so it's it, it's some give and take, right? I, I understand that. And it doesn't have to be exactly Mike Mayock. It's just the, the first name that popped into my head knowing Correct. he was at the practice. I like it. I like it. But, but a friend of Belichick who's been around this game for decades and could help in the front office and just take some of the burden off of Bill Belichick in his old age, I think would be a very smart move that he kind of needs to make. But he keeps saying how he wants to be as involved as ever and he's got all this energy and he's he's out there yeah, practicing snapping the ball and he's in the slot and he's playing receiver and then he's coaching and then he's hosing the field down like i don't think so i think yeah. the ability to not work harder work smarter is the way Amen. we're all supposed to evolve and he should do be, your job he yeah. shouldn't have every job like it's that's not, not it's not do your jobs exactly it's, it's exactly. job what it's what? it's yes singular this You're is right. not he's situation. going against Singular. his own mantra. First of all, they do not ignore the noise. They hear effing everything. So oh, that's everything. a lie. He hears everything. That, that's a lie. And then on top of it all, it's do your job, but not do your jobs or do multiple jobs. It's not do everything. It's do your no. job. One. And yes, that one and job is now entailing too, in, too much. And Bill yes. needs to go to Bill. The coach needs to go to Bill, the GM next week and, and say, have a nice little sit down and have a sit down and be like, look, our swing tackle depth is pretty light. Stuber, the kid we drafted in the seventh, isn't working out yet. He's banged up. That looks like a Foxborough flu. We got to figure out also which of these young guards from Hines to Russie, et cetera, we're going to keep. Ference is a dumpster fire covered in barbecue sauce. We got to get like, that's enough. <laughs> um, we're like, so it's been fun. I get it. Like he's your, he's your buddy's kid. He's been here for a while. He has, you know, team wide organizational knowledge, but like, we got to get stronger and we got to get more fundamentally sound. Uh, I would address offensive line via trade or discarded player pickup wide receiver. I don't think you're going to find somebody who like was set to make $6 million and is actually still someone who can contribute that would rise above the, the lot of twos and threes that they have now. And what kind of cornerback are you going to pick up? That's going to be any better than Terrence Mitchell. Uh, I, at least via, uh, cut down day. I haven't heard of any other wide receivers or cornerbacks that could be available for trade outside the Patriots organization. Whereas we heard a few rumblings about maybe born or earlier in the preseason, Nelson Aguilar, both of whom now become priority keeps for the team with the Taekwon Thornton injury. So it, we're in a weird spot and, and, and I'm kind of looking around I don't see a ton of guys that are being rumored to be traded, right? Like the, the rumors that I've heard are uh, Kenyon Drake is either getting released or traded, which is a big swing and a miss by you and me from the preseason here, thinking that he might have a big touchdown season. Apparently Josh McDaniels wants more Brandon Bolden on his field, which is a mistake in and of itself. But regardless, and Amir Abdul, I, thought, I think they have Amir, well, Amir Abdullah. Abdullah. That's yeah. right for the third down back. Um, and then on top of that, and then I hear, and then it's the Isaiah Wynn stuff, right? There's not a whole lot going around. So you kind of have to look at guys that might be struggling guys that might need a change of scenery. Um, one guy in particular, if they're willing to eat most of the roster is a guy like Kenny Galladay. You take a shot on like I, he might be washed or he might just need to get out of New York. So if the giants are willing to eat money to just get him off their roster, it might be an opportunity for you to at least give him a shot because worst case scenario, then you just cut him. If they're a eating a lot of would, money though, it's a lot yeah, of but money. If, if the giant, the giants are already in the hole for all the money anyways. Right. So if they feel like he is just not fitting into what they plan to do, Dayball just doesn't like it. Joe Shane just isn't, isn't a fan of what Galladay brings because he's not his signing. 
Maybe he just eats the money and dumps them as the Giants prepare for future years. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they just get him out of the get him out of the building. And if that's the case, that may be a guy you want to take a swing on. Now, I don't know that it's like it's not going to solve all your problems. I don't even know that he'd stay on the roster, but it's at least a swing that you could take for cheap that you wouldn't be required to even give up a lot of capital or cap space. Probably, probably not. Let me ask you about another player. This this guy popped up in the mentions via the poll this week. Do we know what's going on with LaVisca Chenault in Jacksonville? Um, so at last I know check, Kirk's no. getting a lot of the love, and as is uh Marvin Jones. Uh obviously Travis Etienne is gonna get a lot of work uh, uh with handoffs and out of the backfield this year. I haven't heard much from him, and I always thought he had more talent than he's been able to display now obviously if you can't you can't make the club if you're always in the tub but i wonder if he'd be available on the cheap yeah so i i just don't i don't think yet um because he was uh, the is it trent balky is the gm there in jacksonville mm-hmm. he was a yep. trent balky draft pick i don't think balky will give up on him quite yet um and they'll kind of try and work him into the rotation somehow i think he's really talented i i think he should be on the depth chart ahead of Zay Jones. He's not at the moment. Right, um, right. It's really like Kirk, Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, and then Lavishka Chenault. I also think Chenault's kind of like a weapon. He can be used in the return game and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see what they do there. I don't think he'll go on the trading block. I don't think he's in danger of getting cut just because he's still young and on that rookie contract. Um, what if Jalen not- Rager gets discarded from the Eagles? Do you take a flyer or if, I mean, like he's behind. <sighs> I mean, AJ Brown money? pushed everyone down when AJ Brown came to town and he's obviously, and they got Devonta Smith. So there's yeah. n- no I, need I, to entertain somebody else's pick at this point. Like Nick Saragusi, Serenietti, whatever his name is. He Sirianni. Do, Sirianni. Is that just, just, is is that like the perfect spot for just like a trash for trash trade where it's like, all right, we're going to give you Isaiah Wynn. You're going to send us back Jalen Rager and a pick. Like, is yep. that kind of what you're looking at? Maybe you'd bills like, all right, I'll take the, fourth round pick and in a shot at a receiver. I know, you know, Wilkerson will probably get sent to the practice squad. Same with train Nixon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then Taekwon's going to start the season on uh, the injury report. So you then get it's someone else, a two month audition. Yeah. So you, you have an opportunity there to have Rager actually catch some footballs and kind of see if he has anything available to him. He was a first round pick. So it seems like a very Bel- Belichick move and he'd get him on the cheap. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if something like that came across the table. I don't think it's, like super likely, I wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't say it's over a fifty percent chance of happening. But if it did happen, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it'll be worth watching next week because by the time you listen to this podcast, the Patriots will have cut down to eighty players total. Oh, Dalton Keene season. It never materialized in Bye. Foxborough. What a shame, Rambo. What a mustachioed and short shorted shame. Next week, August thirtieth at four p.m. or by four p.m., the Patriots will be down to fifty-three players. So I have a question. I'm very for you, curious. By the way what the listeners think yes sir we're talking receivers how come mm-hmm. the patriots can't do what the steelers do because i don't know if you've seen george pickens at all this kid oh, can please. play this kid please. can play football. i got into and it over again, the weekend with andy i got into it over the weekend with andy about how hard is of course, it I don't belichick get it. had to draft the thinnest and fastest guy meanwhile the romeo dobbs and the george pickens yeah, of the world dobbs is, were dobbs all is out an there awesome. and they're bigger and they're like not quite as sexy in terms of like the elite downfield gazelle like speed but they can take a pop. This poor kid gets hit once in his clavicle shat, his clavicle fractures, and now he's going to miss two to three months. We won't see him again until everyone's already put their Halloween costumes away. I, it it, fr- and I, it frustrates the hell out of me. Pittsburgh, 
All they do is find wide receivers. Can't you pay them to pick one for you? I know right. that's illegal. I, but well, Kevin Colbert's time, stepping down, so can't you have him as like an advisor? Oh, and just be like, hey, just next year, point one, out a receiver. Two. Point out a receiver not in the first round to me. Oh, and hearing that success. Khalil Shakir in the fourth round is tearing it up for Buffalo, a team that doesn't need a good fourth or fifth receiver in the first place because all the other guys like Crowder and Gabe Davis, my number one fantasy wide receiver, semi-sleeper, and uh, Diggs are all just crushing up there like, it's so frustrating. It's unbelievable. I don't, I don't know, man. It's it's a weird spot because it's like I see all these other teams having success drafting receivers, and the Patriots just haven't, and it's it's upsetting. Mm-hmm. It is indeed. Well, uh, let's end that segment on a down note. Uh, <laughs> n- no Sorry. redemption, no hope there. No, I, I get it. At the same time, it's it's worth it's it's worth at least wondering aloud and it's worth keeping an eye on what the Patriots do next week on rust or cut down day. And if they pull off any deals, if you have any thoughts or ideas at six rings pod at 50 GFY and at shine time, and please rate review and subscribe as well. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings. There's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.